Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, currently serving as Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, and your host. If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find the Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take 5, that's F-I-V-E, and the same is true for Instagram. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey, y'all. I wanted to give you a little heads up that maybe some of you got to hear a little behind the scenes from Paul Pastor. Well, this time, what you're really going to hear is the actual conversation that will help in all of our families as we become more faithful in the way that we raise our kids and how we live our lives. Enjoy! Hey y'all, it's Jen. Glad to be back here on the podcast. I have a very special guest with us today. His name is Paul Pastor. I know, isn't that a great name? Paul Pastor. (laughs) Paul Pastor is a writer and editor um, and he loves the wilderness, uh, lives near Portland, Oregon with a wife and three kids. Y'all, he is an award-winning writer on Christian spirituality and is widely recognized for um, the beauty and insight that he brings. He loves good questions, especially ones about God, big stories, and the holy wonder of living. Paul, so glad you're here. Oh, it's a pleasure, Jen. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me. So I don't um, endorse anything. I'm just not that kind of girl, but I do love children's books. And if many of my listeners know that about me already, and I got my hands on a book that you wrote and we'll kind of, we'll talk about the name of it a little bit later and how to Mm. get it and all those good things. But um, it's a, it's a kid's book and it's about God. (laughs) Go figure. I, I know. And when I read it, I found it to be really interesting and that it is accessible. So tell me how you got started into that space. Like, how did they contact you? Or, how, mm. I mean, that's got to be a difficult book to write. Great question. Yes, it is a difficult book to write. Um, well, I've been part of sort of the kids' book family. So obviously, a kids' book about God is one of many titles from this company, including a kids' book about racism, a kids' book about um, mm-hmm. body image, about anxiety, about money, about adventure. There are all of these different lanes that uh, a kids' book writes into. And I was approached by them to write a kids' book about God, oh, maybe a year and a half ago. So quite early into their process as a young company. And without even really having to think about it too hard, I just said, yes, absolutely. And then immediately wondered, what did I get myself into? Because (laughs) how do you write? How do you write a kid's book about God? It's just, it's just difficult. Um, The topic is not only so enormous, but so 
complicated because of the complications we as grown-ups mostly bring to the conversation. And so I, um, you know, I worked for quite a while to produce uh, a book that I could believe in and that I could feel strongly um, was good and was helpful for the conversation, the kind of book that I would want to read to my own children. Um, and then, and then we just went from there. Uh, you know, obviously their process is really wonderful and uh, creating these books in this highly designed way, this very inviting way. But the point of it all was to prompt conversations. Uh, I thought, you know, if I will have done my job, if um, after closing the book, a grown up and their kids are able to look at each other and think, wow, we just had a good conversation about God. Um, so if that happens, my job is done. Um, and, and I'll just be happy. Well, I definitely think you achieved that in the book, which is one of the things that most impressed me because most children's books, or at least many in my experience, are, you know, typically like a story about something or um, it really is a, a way for an adult to read a story and then kind of figure out where faith fits into that story, right? Like, mm even ones that are written about God specifically are still don't usually identify um, clear spaces for conversation mm. um, between the reader and the child. Mm. Um, and I found that this particular book did that. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely the goal. You know, so, so often we as grownups can, um, forget what it is like to be a child and forget the wisdom that children have, especially in regards to their questions. Kids rarely have all the right answers. I have three uh, who are 10, nine, and six and a half. And trust me, they don't have all the right answers, but they often have really honest questions and excellent questions. And especially when we're diving into spiritual conversations, I believe that those questions, those honest questions are the place we have to begin. And so in that sense, I tried to enter into the writing of this book, not as a teacher, but as a student, as somebody who could sit back and facilitate a space where I or any grown up engaging with a child here could actually learn What's going on in your mind? What's going on in your heart? What are you honestly wondering about God and about spiritual things? Because if we do that, and I look to the teachings of Jesus of Nazareth for this, uh, who said, uh, let the little children come to me uh, and said that actually we are most uh, we are most close to the kingdom of heaven when we become most like children ourselves. Uh, I let those types of statements um, really guide me here to, to try and embrace that sense of honest questioning that kids just have, uh, that sense of open-eyed wonder and directness that they have, and then to try and put that between the covers of a book and move, uh, and move from there into a space of even more honesty and openness uh, in spiritual conversation. I love it. And I, so I'm going to read just a, a, a bit out of this book, um, if that's okay with you. Um, it says, uh, talking about God is difficult because everyone seems to have different ideas about God. Some people don't think God is real. For other people, it seems like God is the only thing they talk about. Some people are just sort of shruggy and in between, like <laughs> they would rather go to the dentist than talk about God. 
What's up with that? And these huge letters. No matter what we believe, shouldn't we talk about God? And you go on and the next page is really like, what do you think? Now talk to your person. What do you think? Like how you can't avoid the questions. Yeah, I, I think that's really true. And you know, it's the same with life. Uh, we can put off spiritual questions and try to ignore them, but I really don't think that we can effectively avoid them as as human creatures. We will be faced with those. And so my question as a dad and as a father and as an uncle and as someone who just cares about the well-being and the spiritual well-being of children, my question is how do we set them up from the beginning, not just to accept our pre-canned answers, although mm-hmm. I, I do think that we should be specific specific about our beliefs with our kids. I, I really truly believe that strongly, but we have to just create this safe space for any kind of question. And it, no child is too young to begin having that modeled to them. Um, and a genuine conversation where agendas get set aside in favor of real human connection about spiritual things ought to be the goal. So if that's coming through the book, yay, I love it. Let's do more of that. I just have a dream that this will spark those types of conversations for thousands and thousands of families uh, across the world. Well, I, I mean, I don't see why this book couldn't, quite honestly. Like, um, and, and really, it, what I find to be so comforting is regardless of whether you as an adult or the child, whomever is reading, um, the reader, however they're feeling in their faith journey at the moment, wherever they sit, whether they are a firm, exactly like you said, a firm believer, eh, I don't really know, kind of, maybe, sort of, buying in a little bit, I don't know. I don't know what's happening in my life. No matter where they are, this book I find to be inviting. Mm. Like there's a space to process where you are and perhaps take one step closer to um, trying to understand your own self in relation to your relationship with God. This book has been awesome and you have been great. Thank you for taking your time and your energy. They can find it at a kidsbookabout.com. And then if they want to check me out, uh, my website is pauljpastor.com. I don't do a ton on social media, but I'm on Twitter at pauljpastor. And I will say, I have the whole collection of a kid's book about, and they are good. Like all they of them. are, every single yeah, one. Systematic racism, shame, man, they are good. So, mm. well, thank you so much, Paul. I appreciate your time and energy. Thank you, Jen. It's been great to be here. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, check out Instagram and the Facebook group to reach me. I hope that you'll take five with us again.